In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Just look at you. Just look at yourself. Now, that, that was a, a sentence I didn't really like to hear from my mother. Wow! Just look at you. Now, that's a sentence I will accept from Pauline. But you know, I've never been able to do it. And I don't really trust photographs. I don't really trust the mirror. I mean, I can see a lot of myself, but I can't see the most important part. My head, my eyes, my ears. can't really get outside myself. can't really, really get a reading on my full and whole and complete identity. Abraham Maslow thinks I can even actualize myself. But I've uh, never experienced that. Other people are always actualizing me, many of you in this room, as a matter of fact. Even when I try, I can't really get a good gauge on the whole Bob Cole. That was Jeremiah's problem, too. He thought he knew who he was. He thought that when the Lord encountered him in our text, it was, a, it was a case of mistaken identity. He thought he knew who he was, and, and it certainly wasn't the per- person that, that God was describing. He, he wasn't capable of that. He didn't want to do that with his life. But the Lord knew better. The Lord literally knew better. The Lord is the creator of human identities He knew Jeremiah even before he was young, before his first fetal experiences. And God had plans for himself. He was going to be Jeremiah's Lord, and he had plans for Jeremiah. He was going to be the Lord's child, the Lord's servant, and do some important things for him. Jeremiah knew full well that it was pretty dangerous to be associated with the Lord, and the Lord did too. That's why he promised, I will make you a fortified city, an iron pillar, a bronze wall. Jeremiah, of course, didn't want to be any of those things. Although I suppose it was some comfort when the Lord said, I will be with you. Emmanuel, I will rescue you. Well, we're all in the same pickle as Jeremiah this morning. We think we know who we are. We think we know what ought to be done with our lives. But the Lord has his own ideas about our identities and our activities. It's like Uncle Sam on the old recruitment poster from my day. He wants you. Don't blame me, I didn't recommend you. He just Uncle Sammed you because he wanted to. Because it's his nature to create, to love, to show mercy and kindness, and to put his people to work for him, to send them. And so he has done to you what he did to Jeremiah. He has chosen you. He has consecrated you. He has set you apart, whether you've noticed it or not. He has written your name into the book of life. He has uprooted your old identity as someone who can define your own life. He has torn down the walls and fortifications 
that you continually try to erect to protect yourself from the claim of the Lord. And he has spoken his special Emmanuel to you. In the midst of your problems, your trials, your sins this day, he has said, I am with you and I will deliver you. I am about the job of planting you as a new seed among my people and among the peoples of the world. I am among that, uh, I am at that job of making you blossom with the confidence that lets you identify yourself as my child forever and lets you blossom with my love. He comes to us this morning to send us all to combat the rule of Satan in the lives of all the people around us and on our own lives as well, to to tear down and uproot the the lies which oppose the truth of God in our hearts and in the hearts of others. He has appointed you as his hitman, uh, with apologies to the ladies, I tried to degenderize these terms and it just doesn't work. The men will get theirs in a moment. He has appointed you his hitman, his grave digger, to kill false gods in other people's lives as well as your own. And he has called you as his midwife to bring those whom he is turning from their sinfulness to him, to bring them into new life, to pull them out of the grave of their sinfulness into the new life in his footsteps that he gives just because he wants to. There's an old English noun, Jeremiad, Jeremiad, means a lamenting or a denunciatory proclamation. Whoever invented that word missed the point about Jeremiah. I mean, there's a lot of tearing down in Jeremiah. There's a lot of denunciation and lamenting in Jeremiah, but that's not really God's point. God sent Jeremiah. God has chosen you finally and in the end, to convey his Emmanuel to the lost and forlorn. God's lesson to nouns, they say, than into verbs. But the lesson really tells us is that God has chosen you. God has set you apart. God has consecrated you. So that to those whose lives are still in darkness and in death, you may bring his word of life. That's simply what it means, that God has Jeremiah'd you. That's the way it is on this fourth Wednesday after the Epiphany in our Lord's year 2007. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.